Well, good morning, everyone, and happy Christmas. Uh, my name's Warren. I'm one of the pastors, and I've got to say, I love Christmas because Christmas is such a happy time. And one of the reasons it's so happy is because of the many Christmas traditions that are out there. I mean, how fun was it to hear about all those Christmas traditions from different parts of the world? Traditions like those are one of the reasons Christmas is such a joyful time. Don't you agree? Though I did notice there was one particular tradition that wasn't mentioned. One that certainly brings lots and lots of joy to my children. Can you guess what it is? Yes, it's opening presents. Oh yeah, so much joy. But did you know that Christmas is meant to bring us a joy that is far bigger and better than anything any of these traditions possibly can? That's right. And best of all, it's a joy that's meant not only for people in Japan or New Zealand or Italy, not even for us, just us here in Australia. No, 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 no. It's a joy that's meant for everyone, everywhere. And how do I know about this greatest joy, you ask? Well, because God himself has told us about it. That's right. In fact, it was there in the Bible reading. We had read for us a little earlier. In that true story about the very first Christmas, found in a part of the Bible called Luke chapter 2. It was there that we heard about this greatest joy of Christmas. A joy that comes not, in fun, not from fun traditions, but from, wait for it, news. That's right, news. Does that sound strange to you? I wonder if there are people in your home who watch the news on TV. If so, I dare say they probably don't watch it and then start singing songs of joy, right? Especially watching the news this year. I mean, there has been some awful stuff on the news. Terrible bushfires, deadly coronavirus, lots of people lost their jobs, lots of people had to cancel their trips, lots of grandparents who couldn't see their grandkids, and lots of kids who had to stay home from school with, with mum and dad try, trying to teach them. No, watching the television news, especially this year, doesn't tend to fill us with all that much joy. But the news that came that first Christmas was different. It wasn't delivered by a TV newsreader, no. It was news so special, it was delivered by none other than an angel of God. Do you remember what he said to the shepherds? He said, do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. And what was the good news? Do you remember that? Well, the angel went on to say, today in the town of David, that is in Bethlehem, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. So according to God's angel, the, the news that's meant to bring great joy to everyone is the news that a baby has been born. Now, 
I'm sure you'd agree the birth of every baby is good news, right? I mean, that's why Instagram is full of baby photos posted by proud mums and dads. So then, what makes the birth of this baby any different from all the others? How can the angel say that his birth is such good news, it can bring great joy to everyone everywhere? Well, here's the thing. If you, want to, if you want to understand why the birth of this baby is such good news, you first have to understand the bad news. Did you get that? If you want to understand the good news, you first have to understand the bad news. Here, let me see if I, if I can show you what I mean using another news story. In fact, uh, this is a story about me. Uh, when I was 13 years old and ended up on the TV news. Do you want to see it? All right, let me show you. Covering in hospital tonight after he became the centre of a dramatic airlift rescue in the Blue Mountains. Warren Esdale was with a boys' brigade from Wentworthville on a nature walk at Katoomba when he slipped down a cliff face. Emergency services were alerted at about three o'clock by members of the boys' party. The 12 bushwalkers had been climbing down rocks at the base of the majestic Three Sisters when Warren lost his footing and fell onto a log. We were just walking down the track and he slipped in a log peeing in the ribs and he couldn't breathe for a while. We got him breathing and so. He was having trouble breathing, but uh, he laid down and we kept him warm and uh, we just went for help. As paramedics made their way down the treacherous cliffs, police, realising it was too difficult to carry the injured boy to safety on foot, called in the Westpac rescue helicopter. At 20 to 5, almost two hours after the accident was first reported, Warren was slowly winched to safety. He's now in the Blue Mountains Hospital, being treated for chest injuries and broken ribs. Robert Brune, Eyewitness News. Yeah, so, okay, that was, that was a bit embarrassing. But let me ask, was that story good news or bad news? Well, it was good news in the end, right? But the good news only makes sense if you understand what the bad news was. The bad news was I was really hurt and I was really stuck, lying at the bottom of a cliff, there was no way I could help myself. No, I was totally helpless, totally powerless to do anything. And left alone, well, the situation was pretty serious. But then that's where the good news comes in. What was the good news? Well, it's that rescue came. The emergency service people came in a helicopter to do what I couldn't do for myself to get me out of that situation. And for me, I can tell you, that was really, really good news. You see, sometimes you have to understand the bad news in order to make sense of the good news. And if we really want to get why the angel told the shepherds that the birth of a baby that night was such good news, we first have to understand the bad news. So what was the bad news? Well, as Jewish people, these shepherds were well aware of the bad news. 
God had told them, told their people the bad news many years before. It was the bad news that they, like all people, had sinned against God. That they, like everyone else, had disobeyed him. That no matter how hard they tried, they could never perfectly keep God's good rules. And that as a result, God would have to judge them in hell forever. Oh boy, that is bad news, isn't it? In fact, I don't think it gets any worse than that. It's like our sin has pushed us off a cliff and now there's nothing we can do about it. We're just lying there, completely helpless to save ourselves, just waiting for the awful end to come. But here's the thing. As Jews, these shepherds also knew that God had promised to do something about this terrible situation. That he'd promised to one day send a rescuer, a a special king called a Messiah, who would rescue us from our sin. And so for hundreds of years, the Jewish people waited. And they waited and they waited and they waited for God to do what he'd promised. In fact, they kept waiting right up until one ordinary night when this angel appeared to these shepherds and announced, he's here. The saviour has come. God's king is here. Your rescue has begun. But this king didn't come in a rescue helicopter. No, no. do you know how he came? He came as a little baby boy named Jesus. A baby who who grew up to be the saviour of the world. And how did he do that? Well, you see, unlike the rest of us, Jesus lived a perfect life. As God's son, he never sinned, not, not even once. But one day, when Jesus was a man, he allowed himself to be killed on a cross. Even though he was innocent, he died in the place of guilty sinners like you and me. In the greatest rescue mission ever, the anger of God that we deserve was poured out on Jesus. He did it so that we could be forgiven and our friendship with God restored. Three days later, God raised Jesus to life again, proving his power to forgive sin. And now, Jesus promises forgiveness to all who put their trust in him. Now, he promises eternal life to all who call on him as their saviour and king with all the blessings of God in heaven forever. Wow. Think about that. No more bushfires. No more viruses. No more funerals. No more disappointments or tears. Just life that gets better and better. Life with God. And so I guess that leaves us all with a choice, doesn't it? 
we, we, can, we can stay at the bottom of the cliff, so to speak. We can say to Jesus, no, thank you. I don't need your help. I'll be right. Or we can say to him, yes, Jesus, please save me. I do need you and I trust you. Please forgive my sins and help me to live for you. And that right there is the choice we all have to make. I guess it's the choice between good news and bad news. Friends, it's true. Christmas is such a happy time. And yes, there are lots of traditions that make it so fun and exciting, so enjoy them. But if you want to experience the greatest joy of Christmas, a joy that is like no other, deep and never-ending, then put your trust in Jesus today. Ask him to be your rescuer and let him change your life to be the best news story ever. Would you like to do that right now? If so, then let me lead you in a prayer where you can speak to Jesus as you silently follow along in your heart. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I'm sorry for my sin. All the times I've said and done wrong things. I know I deserve to be punished. And I know there's nothing I can do to save myself. Jesus, I need you. Thank you for coming to rescue me at the cross. For facing God's anger so I would never have to. Please forgive me. And make me friends with God again. Please turn my bad news into good news. And fill me with joy as I now live for you. Amen.